Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to another episode of the How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Today, we have a special guest on the line, TG Watkins. He is the director of stocks at Simpler Trading. And TG, I am very excited to have you on today. Great. Thank you very much. Me too. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Ewell. The How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast is produced in partnership with my friends at FinClub.ai. I use the artificial intelligence data from FinClub as my primary indicator. I don't even take a trade if FinClub doesn't show me that I have a greater edge than any other traders in the market. You've heard the stats, 90% of traders fail, which is why you need to find an edge and FinClub has that edge for you for just a few dollars a day. The returns produced by FinClub have been shown to be more than double that of the market, with win rates as high as 90%. I mean, they basically make it so easy, they're gonna show you exactly what stock is going to exactly what price. Basically, they're handing everything you need to you on a silver platter. Listen, they are so confident that this will change the way you trade. FinClub.ai is gonna give you two full weeks to test drive their service, and they'll even give you all their historical results so you can see exactly how it works and how it can dramatically change the way you trade. And that's exactly what I've done. So head on over to finclub.ai to start your free two-week trial, and I'll even throw in some extra bonuses after you sign up. Now the only place you can get your discounts and free bonuses is at finclub.ai. That's finclub.ai. Man, I, I gotta tell you, this has been quite the, the roller coaster ride that we've been on lately. Um, you know, before we get really deep into that, let's let's give a little background about who you are, what you do with uh, Simpler Trading, and then let's really talk about what what kind of markets uh, that we're in today. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm the director of stocks at Simpler Trading. Uh, I've been doing trading for actually many many years. My dad actually took me to my first stock trading seminar back when I was 12. It's kind of one of the things I talk about. And uh, from there, you know, I started dabbling a little bit into it more in college. Did some day trading. Wasn't quite my thing, didn't work out very well. And so I went into uh, financial advising with New York Life uh, and was an advisor for several years doing that. And then once I got out of that, I kind of went back to my roots and went got back into trading. So I've been doing that full time for oh, a little over seven years now and I've really been enjoying it. I created my own indicator, the Moxie indicator, and uh, that's really what's helped me get to where I am. And now I'm with the Simpler Trading Team and just having a great time living life with this. Oh, very cool. Yeah. You, I, I remember you saying about the Moxie indicator last time and, and your Twitter, Twitter handle has something to do with that too, right? What is it again? It sure does. Yep. Uh, Moxie underscore trader uh, is my Twitter handle. Gotcha. So so tell me a little bit about the Moxie indicator before we get too deep. Now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. It's basically a momentum-based indicator. Uh, what we're trying to do is figure out exactly, you know, how much gas is in the tank is one way that I refer to it, and then divergences, whether positive or negative. If they're negative, what we're looking at is we get actually higher highs in price, but the indicator is telling us that we're doing it on less energy, less gas in the tank. And so we look at these things and say, this thing's looking kind of unstable. The fact that it keeps going higher and higher and higher, but on less and less energy, we got to watch out for that. And then we flip it around if we're trying to look for a long. 
Like we've been seeing the market go down, down, down. Well, the indicator actually started to trend up even though price was going down. And we look at that and say, hmm, something inside is changing. We better be careful on the short side. And then as soon as it crosses the moving averages that I use to trigger with, that thing just started taking off. So it's it's very good, it's very accurate. It works for me because I'm very much of an engineer. I went to school actually for engineering. So very nuts and bolts kind of guy. And so that's what I needed, something that spoke to me in a certain way. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So speaking of markets going all over the place, right? We uh, we crested the, the, the bow, the crest of the wave in uh, late February. And I went to all cash for most of March. Only last week did I start just dabbling in just a little bit because we've had these, you know, lock limit ups and downs and multiple stops triggered during the day. And, you know, a lot of people have probably been caught off guard because they've never seen these kind of moves before. Right. Absolutely. Where, where are you looking to trade something like this? Well, uh, I did catch uh, some some really good stuff on the downside. I'm a little hesitant usually to uh, trade short just because that's a that's a thing that you know it's a, it's a rough side to go to, and especially when when we've been in such a bull market, you don't want to be shorting the tops. You know that's kind of a, a challenging thing to do. But once we clearly got this signal that this thing is going down, well, I said, all right, fine, let's let's go short on this. So we made some pretty quick money on the short side, but you got to be careful because. As you know, short covering rallies can be a, a real you know, trouble to your account. So we have to take them very much like a sniper out there and make some quick short term short uh, plays. But right now, we've just been so oversold. I mean, we fell off of a cliff. We went 35 something percent down. You know, the short side can only exist for so long before people say, hey, this is getting risky or the government starts to step in. I mean, they were shooting how many different kind of bazookas at the market right now? So we looked for that. I look for moving averages on the lower time frame, price to start getting over that, all that kind of stuff. And once it started popping, I mean, what, midday, mid this week, everything started to kind of pop to the upside. These are the kind of things that I look for because they're so oversold that when they, when people need to get out, they do their short covering rally and we get some really, really solid moves up to the upside. But they're quick. Yeah, without a doubt. I think it was three trading sessions, something like that this week where we went yeah. up 20%, right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if you were if you were trying to, to bottom fish, you caught a great rally. But at the same time, if you were just riding the trend, you know, that's going to really hurt your position to to have that kind of magnitude of momentum there, right? It's, it it's crazy how big of a rally we can get inside of a bear market, right? It, it is. I mean, they say some of the Biggest updates are during downtrends, and that's what we're mm -hmm. seeing right now. It's because there's just that that vacuum that gets sucked right back up for price. Yeah, without a doubt. So you were talking to me earlier about some moving averages that that may be problematic as we move potentially sideways or up, or maybe even start going back down. What are you looking at for your moving averages that the traders out there should start to be aware of? Yeah. Well, let me first preface this right now that we've had just the first low. This is only right now just a bounce. And this is great. You know, we're coming back to the moving averages. We're oversold. What I generally see after this is we come back down and somewhere around the lows, like not the absolute low, but we kind of come back down a little bit. And I want to see if we can kind of retest the low area. And then I think that will bounce and we'll start drifting upward a little bit. Now, this is the this is the tricky part. And this is what I've been trying to caution a lot of people, because I get a lot of people who've been calling me say, hey, do I buy the dip? Do I buy the low? And they think this is a lifetime opportunity. Mm -hmm. I said, yes, we're coming off the lows and yes, there's going to be some uptrends. But what I what I'm concerned about is I've gone back and I've really been studying basically the beginning of bear markets. And what I see is that we get this first big drop, which kind of is like the shot across the bow. 
And then price starts to just meander kind of back up into these overhead moving averages as resistance. And so we look at the monthly 10 SMA, the weekly 50 SMA, and the daily 200 SMA. Those are some major overall moving averages that I think that we're looking now overhead. They're starting to trend down. And if in the next few weeks, few months, if we can't get past them, then I think we're going to be in trouble when we start rolling over. And this might spark a bear market for the foreseeable future. All right, all right. So what are those moving averages? Again, you, you hit them really fast. I didn't even have a yeah. chance to write them down. <laughs> it's the 10 simple moving average for the monthly. Uh, the daily or monthly? No, okay. for the monthly. And for the weekly, it's the 50 simple moving average. And for the daily, it's the 200 simple moving average. Now, this isn't, you know, the market is a living, breathing thing. This isn't a hard and fast prediction. It's something I'm looking at and something we need to watch out for as those, as we approach those moving averages for resistance and we need to see what happens when we get to them. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's say that we do get a nice forceful thrust through there. Are you looking to see closes above that before you can really say, hey, you know what, this, this bear market may be ending or... Or how would you look for these technical levels here to to change your trading style at the moment? Right. This is kind of where I wish I had a whiteboard that we could kind of draw. Oh, I get it. Style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, first of all, we're going to get to those moving averages. The problem is those moving averages are going to be trending down at the time we get to them. So just imagine you're like you're hitting your head on a ceiling. That's exactly what price is going to be doing with these moving averages. And then we'll kind of roll over a little bit. And the question is, do we find some stability, no lower than what we've been in this area right now, you know, no lower than where we are in, in the last three weeks because it's gone so fast. And then we need to see if we can eventually get back on top of these moving averages. And I mean, we're talking, you know, this is a very long process. There could be months from now to get all this kind of stuff figured out. If we can not only just get over them, stay over them, and then even longer in the future, if we can actually start turning them back up and use them for up uptrending guides. But right now they're overhead and this is the problem. They're resistance, they're a ceiling overhead and we need to figure out what are we gonna do other than hit our head and bounce back? And do we keep going down or can we eventually get through them to the upside? Right, all right, so so there you got it traders. We've got you know potentially the beginnings of uh, maybe a rally we'll see but as tg was saying there right that this is our, our first low that we've really encountered and a lot of bear markets have double or triple triple bottom lows um or inverse head and shoulders things like like that so this may or may not be the first start but i think what tg is really trying to point out is that as we are moving right because markets move be aware of these levels here and watch what the market does when it gets to those levels right it, Absolutely. it, it, it may be a trigger to traders out there or even algorithms to say, when this happens, do that. And uh, those could be the triggers that that cause changes in the market like TG is talking about there. So yeah, TG, like kind of going been... back to my background, I, I look at uh, very, things very mechanically and I look at the stock market actually as a, a physical entity, a physical universe in the digital world. I mean, moving averages are a thing, price bounces off them. And the fact that now we are underneath all of these major moving averages and these major moving averages are now starting to trend down, that's an issue that we need to look out for. Right. Well, TG, I got to say, this has been highly educational. I, I hope that the uh, the audience out there enjoyed this. I, I know I sure did, uh, being able to talk about this and, and get a few, few uh, levels in. Make sure you go and check out TG over at Simpler Trading and, uh, and his Moxie indicator as well. I think that 
could be proving useful in the next few uh, few days and weeks as we try and figure out what kind of market are we going to be in. Are we are we going to start a new bull market or are we going to continue a bear market? Who knows? So TG, this has been really great. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Absolutely. You know, let's uh, let's follow up sometime in the future and give the market some time. Let's see what happens as we approach these uh, moving averages in these areas. Yes, absolutely. And uh, enjoy your quarantine, because who knows how long we'll be doing this, right? <laughs> that is exactly right. And that, that's kind of the concern. I'm, I'm a little bit worried what ramifications and ripple effect that all of this is going to have. There is a lot of pain out there when it comes to, you know, individuals, businesses. We're looking at the airlines, you know, OK, the cruise ships. Granted, some of them should be better prepared for situations like this. But I don't think any of them ever had any kind of contingency plan to basically go to zero for a month, if if not more than a month. So mm -hmm. this is going to have some ripple effects. And I think this that's why I'm wondering if this is going to change something for the next few years. You know, on that topic, uh, I just saw that the Cheesecake Factory would not be able to pay their landlords their rent Um on April 1st, which, you know, the, the audience out there may be listening to this anytime in the future. Today is March 27th. Um, that uh, that was pretty interesting to me. You know, I was talking to my wife about it. We've got a Cheesecake Factory gift card. And I was like, we got to use this thing real quick because they may be out of business next week. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. the, the, we are we are in unbelievable times before. We we have never had this happen. It's we've, Modern history just hasn't existed like this. And even in the best laid plans, like where we think, okay, maybe we can need a hold for a few days or, or a couple of weeks. We don't know how long this is going to be. And it might be, I mean, it's coming up, it's going to be a month. We know it's going to be a month already. And it might be longer than that. And I just, nobody has planned for this. No, not at all. And, uh, you know, it's it's crazy at my house. So I, my, my studio is in my home in, a, in an extra bedroom. And uh, it's worked out really well when everybody's not home. But now when everybody's home, it's like, okay. I yeah. need I need a quarantine inside my quarantine. Keep you need to put a lock on the door. <laughs> yes, the door is locked. Nobody's coming upstairs. So, yeah, it's uh, it's got its own challenges as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I you know and and thankfully our uh, our school district has provided the kids laptops and they're trying to do e-learning. But you know when uh, when my kids are talking back and they're like I don't want to do this. I'm like, would you talk to your teacher that way? No, and don't talk to me <laughs> that way. What's your deal? Yeah. I'm yeah. your teacher now, kid. Right? It's the uh, Captain Phillips or whatever when the the pirates take over the ship. I'm the captain yeah, now. I'm the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This quarantine thing, it's uh, definitely a, a challenge, at least in my household. And uh, well, I hope it's going a little bit easier. Society, the, the, yeah. the, around the globe, everyone is experiencing experiencing this. I mean, India just went on lockdown too. And uh, mm -hmm. I, from what I'm understanding, uh, the the people over there are, are not really getting it, and they're like, "What are we trying to do?" And they're like, "What's cap?" You know, there's just nobody's no nobody's had to experience this before. Uh, right. The the best thing I can say that's coming out of this is the memes. Some people are oh, yeah. really really funny. It's giving me kind of uh, you know some inspiration that we got to look at this stuff. And for as, as much as we can, we have to kind of laugh and have good sense of humor when things really are hardest. You know, it's what keeps us afloat. It's what keeps us going as a society and as a culture as just humans. And uh, we have to kind of have some humor where we can in dark times. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, TG, this has been really great. I can't wait to uh, to catch up with uh, with you again, and we can discuss how things went around those uh, those moving averages. I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. It'll be great. Perfect. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Be sure you go and check out Simpler Trading and TG, and tune in next time for more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening. And before you go, remember to head on over to finclub.ai to get your two free weeks of artificial intelligence stock picks. You've got nothing to lose and only the most advanced AI to help you trade with confidence at finclub.ai. That's finclub.ai. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice, tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit timminutestocktrader.com slash legal. And thanks for stopping by.